There are 1,200 plus acres, 40,000 plus students, and millions of untold stories at UC San Diego. This is 1,200 plus acres by TEDxUCSD, the podcast where UC San Diego students share their ideas worth spreading. My name is Rima, and welcome to our first episode featuring Marina. Marina is a UCSD student who has had eight surgeries to treat her cleft lip and cleft palate, which is a facial deformity that she was born with. In our interview, Marina talked about the challenges she faced when recovering from the surgeries, how she overcame insecurities about her appearance, and what she hopes you will take away from her story. I'm from San Diego County, so like I'm a San Diego local, and my family's good. I have two sisters, both younger, and I have uh, two parents, a mom and a dad, and I'm adopted. Both my sisters are my biological sisters, so all three of us were adopted together. I want to be a pediatric doctor, and I don't know if I want to be a pediatric, a pediatrician, or if I want to be a pediatric surgeon, or maybe just like, not even a doctor, just I want to work with kids in the health field someday. I was born with a a facial deformity called a cleft lip and cleft palate, and it basically just means my lip and my mouth didn't form. Um, in the third trimester, they didn't seal together. So there was a hole and I've had eight surgeries to fix it so far. Um, seven out of the eight surgeries were when I was a minor, a kid. So it was, they were all pediatric surgeries. And so as a kid, I had so much experience being a patient and, you know, talking to doctors and nurses and CNAs, etc. And so that really influenced me. And, and uh, so I want to work with kids when I'm a doctor and give back because I know at least a little bit about where they're coming from and how they feel. Marina underwent surgeries over the span of several years. We asked how her surgeries impacted her differently from elementary school to high school. My first two surgeries, I don't remember because I was less than six months old. And I was also with my birth mother at the time. And the rest of my surgeries were with my adopted parents. Um, and I barely remember my third and fourth surgery. I was in elementary school, so I, I remember snippets. It was definitely difficult because those surgeries were to fix my nose. And so I had uh, stents in my nose that stuck out. So I was laughed at, pointed at, teased all throughout elementary school because of it and because of my upper lip being a lot smaller. I mean, I remember in elementary school being teased and saying that like, I'd grow up and like have black teeth. (laughs) So like at the time, it didn't really affect me very much. I didn't, I didn't really understand what was happening. And like, like now it's like, okay, whatever, kids are kids and they don't understand and they just point at what's different. And then in high school, I was, I was fine, but I, I had a lot of um, insecurities because I looked so different and my I had a really bad underbite because of the surgery so that took me a very long time to get over and then I had my last surgery in December of 2018 so the first year of college for me and that one fixed my underbite by taking my maxilla and bringing it forward so now I, I, I look better I think and um, so it, and it helped with the, the insecurities. While the major surgeries to treat her cleft lip and cleft palate are complete, Marina tells us that the insecurities about her face are always at the back of her mind. The physical pain is fine. It's something that you forget over time, so it's not with you. But the, 
the like just looking different and feeling different took a long time to overcome. It's something that I think I'll always think about. I can I can say now with the masks, I feel a lot more confident walking around just because my nose and mouth are covered, which uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like I just I feel more confident talking to people because they don't automatically see that, and I don't know how like how noticeable it is. Like I've been told it's not noticeable, but it's always on the back of my mind. Like. Oh, like I look different and people are going to see it. And this, this one time I went to a, an audition to be in a choir and I didn't get accepted, which is fine, but it always just, whenever stuff like that happens, it always, I always think like, well, what if it's like how I look or like how I talk and I, and I'm sure it's because I had to practice singing in forever, <laughs> but like, it's always just something on my mind. Even when talking about her challenges during the interview, Marina's positive energy was contagious. We were curious how she always manages to stay upbeat and confident, even when she feels self-conscious. Whenever I feel down, I just do like photo shoots. I don't know, I put on a cute outfit and then I take pictures and it just makes me feel prettier. And it's not like, I don't share them. I just, they're just for me. And my biggest coping mechanism with anything besides the photo shoots is, is journaling. I write it down and then it's out of my brain and I don't have to think about it anymore. Sometimes when I'm feeling like really angry or upset, like when I was finishing my braces, uh, I have a bit of a crash right now and that's because if my jaw didn't heal exactly how they, my surgeon and my orthodontist wanted it to. And it made my smile a little crooked. And I was really upset at the time because I didn't like it and I wanted it to be fixed. And they would they told me it would be fixed before the surgery, but it didn't end up doing that. So what I did is I just like wrote down every angry thought I had and every like everything. And I just ripped out the page and I just crumpled it up and then I ripped it up and I threw it away. And it made me feel so much better. And I don't, I don't really know why. It's just kind of putting that abstract thought onto a, a paper, like a physical thing that I could physically like rip up. Marina mentioned that her family has been pivotal in supporting her and that their compliments elevate her confidence. My, oh, my dad has honestly been my rock through all of this. He's been to all of my surgeries and helped me recover, especially from the last one was the worst one. My last my last surgery, I was using sign language to communicate just the very little that I knew. And he learned quite a few signs just to talk with me. And But, but the rest of my family is great. Like whenever I feel like self-conscious or anything, my sister is always, both of my sisters are always there to give me a compliment. And um, I've actually just, Compliments, like asking for compliments has such a taboo thing behind it. Like you're not self-absorbed, like compliments, like words of affirmation is an actual love language and it is one of mine. And so whenever I feel down, I, I literally just go to my housemates and say, I need compliments right now. Like I feel ugly and I need you to compliment me. And then they compliment me and I feel better. We asked Marina what she wished she had done differently when going to surgeries in hindsight. So in my earlier surgeries, like I was a kid and it was, it was, I didn't know as much. So the doctor just, you know, sugarcoated everything and gave me the baseline, which was fine. And then I got older 
and I took more medical classes and I wish in hindsight I had just asked like my surgeon just to say like give me all the medical jargon because I love all the medical jargon and I don't want you to sugarcoat it like in my last surgery I had like band-aids on my neck and I didn't know why and it was because they had they had cut my lower jaw and moved it so those were those were the scars where they put in the, the little screws to keep it in place but like asking a lot more questions um because not every surgeon is going to be really straightforward with you and tell you everything marina points out that sometimes we are our worst critics and see imperfections in ourselves that others think are trivial i think the biggest thing i would say is that nobody really cares what you look like like if you walk through the store you know pre pre-mask time nobody looks at you and goes oh my gosh like oh she looks so different and i'm gonna think about it for the rest of the day like no like so um i think i would try to bring that perspective to my younger self um i also realized later in like in beginning of college that no one really notices the differences like i notice it because i'm in the mirror and i look at it every day and it's the first thing i see whenever i get a picture taken of me or something like that if when i ask someone else it, it, when i met them like did you notice that i look different and they say no not really unless you point it out most of the time i just like say oh well it doesn't matter what they think it doesn't matter you know like how they react and all that matters is that like I think I'm beautiful and I like myself and I like my smile and you know if someone else doesn't like it then that's their problem and I don't have to do anything with that and and with people that I want to be close with like going on dates and stuff like that then it's a little bit more annoying <laughs> to say the least um uh just because you know like I like the person and I want to impress them whenever you know first date stuff <laughs> but, um so that i just i just try to like if they don't like me then that's their problem and it's, it has nothing to do with me and i just keep saying like i'm the way i am and I'm, there's nothing changing that and so all i can do is just love myself and love how i look oftentimes challenges mold people into who they become in Marina's case, her experience with cleft lip and cleft palate shaped her to be humble and empathetic. I I think I'm more humble. I also think I have more empathy just because I went through all of that and went through so much pain that it's easier for me to understand physical pain anyway. I have a, a better appreciation of like, being able to eat because I went 10 weeks without being able to chew my last surgery and like I don't know just being able to smile my first two or three weeks of second quarter first year I couldn't smile and so every everyone I met they just thought I was a weirdo I'm sure because I literally I was so swollen I could not smile at all we asked Marina what she wants you to take away from her story do do like like flaunt what you got like it's not it's not changing so just just go with it man (laughs) and then you know if it's something you can change then change it like you know everyone is gonna have flaws or imperfections that they're gonna you know notice in the mirror and and most of the time nobody else even recognizes these things and you know notice your imperfections and if you can change them then change them if you want to uh, and if you can't, then, then, you know, celebrate them. That they, 
those imperfections are what make you unique and make you who you are and shape you into the person that you'll become. That is all for today's episode. Please follow 1200 Plus Acres if you enjoyed it. See you next Friday.